0: No, like I already welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think yeah, they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomenon. Uh it's been a while. Um, but we're doing something big for episode hundred, and I've been working on that. And so is Douglas. And this is hundred percent the truth and not a lie. Um Yeah. But uh hundred percent. Yeah, we're on episode ninety eight. Um oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot. I have
1: How long uh, do you think it's gonna be?
0: I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. But, <laughs> what? I don't know. This I'm is excited. episode 13. We are... Wait, what? Or episode 13 of the 52 by June 15th. Oh, sweet. We got it. You think so? A oh, fifty.
1: <laughs> June is... Uh...
0: We've got like oh, four months. Yeah. What? I think. April, April, May, May June. June. Oh my god. Jeez. I was thinking 52? <laughs> dude, that's not gonna... We'll see. We got it. We'll see. Alright, but there's two things, or there's something I want to talk about beforehand. Ooh. Thank you. And this is gonna be seriously dated as I found it on March 22nd. Um. Alright. Uh, The US has evidence of UFOs Really? The sound barrier without a sonic boom and making maneuvers impossible with known technology, the former director of national intelligence has revealed. Uh, The revelations increased excitement about a forthcoming report detailing what the government has observed. John Ratcliffe, who served as Donald Trump's director of national intelligence, uh, uh, said that many of the incidents still have no easy explanation. He told Fox News... Oh... (laughs) <laughs> more disheartening. Uh, there are a lot you more read this I just saw it and I was like, uh, screenshot. Uh, there are a lot more sightings that have been made public. Some of those have been declassified. And when we talk about sightings, we are talking about objects that have been seen by Navy or Air Force pilots or have been picked up by satellite imagery that frankly engage in actions that are difficult to explain. movements that are hard to replicate that we don't have the technology for or traveling at speeds that exceed the sound barrier without a sonic boom. Radcliffe told host Maria, that the sightings of unidentified aerial phenomena had been observed all around the world. He said, When we talk about sightings, the other thing I will tell you is it's not just a pilot or just a satellite or some intelligence collection. Usually we have multiple sensors that are picking up these things, and some of these are unexplained phenomena. There there are actually quite a few more that have been made public. The government was, in December, given a 180-day deadline to disclose what it knew uh, meaning that the report should be out before June first. Thank you. Uh, he said that he hoped to publish their findings before he left office on January twentieth, uh, but we weren't able to get it down into an unclassified format quickly enough. The report. Typical! I know the report was part of a two point three trillion dollar COVID relief bill, which Trump signed into law in December. Uh, the bill contained the Senate Intelligence Committee's intelligence. Authorization Act of for Fiscal Year 2021 that had in it a committee comment section that addressed unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, the report produced by the Pentagon and the intelligence agencies must identify, among other things, any threats posed by unidentified aerial phenomena and whether they may be attributed to foreign adversaries. <coughs> um Thank you. Ratcliffe said, weather can cause disturbances, visual disturbances. Sometimes we wonder whether or not our adversaries have technologies that are a little bit further down the road than we thought or than we realize. But there are instances where we don't have good explanations for some of the things that we have seen. Avril Haines uh, is now the director of national intelligence in the Biden administration. Uh, the uh, The Defense Department announced in September the creation of an Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force on August 4th. Videos from the Navy were released last year through the Freedom of Information Act that showed UFOs moving at incredible speeds and performing seemingly impossible aerial maneuvers. One of the videos was shot in November 2004. The other two were shot in January 2015. The three videos were codenamed FLIR-1, Gimbal, and GO-FAST.
1: Those are the pilot videos,
0: right? Uh, yes. Uh, in the 2015 videos, Navy pilots can be heard expressing disbelief. All three UFO videos were captured by Navy fa 18 Super Hornets. The videos were made public and published because of efforts by the New York Times, as well as through the efforts by To the Stars Academy, which is founded by
1: A white man No <laughs> Uh
0: Tom DeLong. Oh for real? Yeah.
1: So yeah, a white man.
0: Uh former vocalist for the bands Blink One Eighty Two and currently Angels and Airwaves, I believe. Radcliffe said it would be healthy for as much of this information as possible to be made public. A week before Radcliffe stepped down in January, the CIA released a treasure trove of newly unsealed records. Uh, They showed chilling accounts of hundreds of UFO sightings across the globe dating back to the 50s, along with the international intelligence community's efforts to understand them. A dossier with nearly 3,000 pages uh, about UAPs, uh, the government's official term for what we are commonly called UFOs, Mm -hmm. was published on the Black Vault website... Thousands of paranormal enthusiasts poured through the collection of more than 700 individual documents, according to Black Vault's founder, John Greenwald, Jr., who has spent the past two decades suing the CIA to release the records and then scanning the pages into his database one by one. The CIA purports that the files account for its entire collection of declassified UAP intel, but Greenwald cautions that there's no way to verify that claim and has vowed to continue searching for the records. Uh, The documents also show correspondence about UFO sightings between CIA officers and members of the military. Sometimes the officials brush off observers' stories as purely superstitious, even when another explanation isn't clear. But in other instances, the officers show genuine concern that perhaps something dangerous is at play. In December, it emerged that two Pentagon reports had been produced providing detailed classified information about strange sightings. The The DOD's UAP task force issued the two classified intelligence position reports in 2018 and the summer of 2020, and they circulated widely in the U.S. intelligence community, according to a detailed account from the debrief, based on interviews with multiple intelligence sources. The position reports' startling contents uh, included a leaked photo that has never been made public, uh, accounts of UAP phenomena emerging from the ocean and soaring through the sky, and an admission that extraterrestrial origins for the objects cannot be ruled out. So yeah, pretty, pretty popular. And that is, uh, that's Fox News. <laughs> it, it was technically Daily Mail.
1: Uh, oh, they're reliable. I like I like Daily Mail.
0: I like them, and plus, like, they can sort, they can they cite, and yeah. so you, if, yeah. plus you can just like type in like what they're talking about, and it's available at other places. So mm-hmm. I think it's credible.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, what, where did you say that was from, like March?
0: March 22nd is when yeah. I found it. Wow. Now, anything you want to say? Um. No, no. I'm ready to get into the topic. Anything you want to talk about? Why, why have you <sighs> developed a disliking of making night swims? What are you talking about? You never want to record anymore. Don't.
1: Just I don't. I wasn't gonna say anything just actually. Just don't. We're just gonna let you sulk. It's not sulking. It's. Uh, I just had the idea that we both get night swims tattoos, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Fair, fair point. Uh
1: huh. You're still in the works.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have yet to see a design that I like because I've ne- seen no design. Yeah, you've seen no design. So what? What do you think the topic is today?
1: Um, I don't know. I can't catch your vibe on what you are about to read to me. I'm about to teach you about something called... Is it a conspiracy? Stand up?
0: <laughs> not yet. I'm going to try and push through. Why don't you it sit is up an like alleged military experiment.
1: Alleged, huh? Yeah. No,
0: yeah. alleged. Alleged, yeah. No, not a ledge, Like, no, where you alleged. stand... Alleged. That's what you said. Yeah. Yeah, alleged. No, alleged. Alleged. A. So, a. Yeah. Alleged. You're saying a ledge. No, I'm not. Say it with me. Alleged. Say no. Alleged. Say it slowly. A. Alleged. Alleged. Nope. You're still saying a-ledged. a ledge. <laughs> <laughs> try again. A legged. Spell it for me. A l l e a l e d g e. What are you spelling? Alleged. No, alleged. You're kidding me. You think that's how it's actually spelled?
1: Yeah, Alleged is spelled a space. No, L-E-D-G-E. Okay, yes. So that's G-E. what you're saying. I'm saying spelled no, alleged. I was, but I was saying alleged. No, no, no,
0: no. Okay, a a l l l e e Hold on them <laughs> a a l l d. l no a a l l l, l e e g, g e. Where's the d though? I'm not. Th- I'm ta- I'm getting to alleged. We're spelling alleged. A A L L L. Dot com. Oh. <laughs> uh
1: I, I don't, I don't, I'm having trouble
0: hearing you. Uh, alleged. Alleged. See, that's, th- you said it right then. At, I was right? Yes, that one was right. That has D. No, no, alleged. You said that yeah. one right. Is there two Ds? No, there's one D. Oh. To the end. Backwards, it's degale or Degala. Degella, Degella. So um, uh, yeah, it's an alleged uh, alleged uh, military experiment. Did we did we uh did we take that bit a little bit too far? Probably. Okay. Called the Philadelphia <laughs> Experiment.
1: I've never heard of that. Wait. Yeah, no, I've never heard of that.
0: It was alleged to have been carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. And, of course, Panama City. Of course. No, it was Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Sometime around October 28, 1943, the U.S. Navy destroyer escort USS Eldridge was claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to Eldridge. enemy devices. Eldridge. The story first appeared in 1955 in letters of unknown origin sent to UFO writer Morris K. Jessup. It is widely understood to be a hoax. The U.S. Navy maintains that no such experiment was ever conducted... But the details of the story contradict well established facts about the USS Eldridge, and that the alleged claims do not conform to known physical laws. So, I've seen people cloak things before with like mirrors and stuff.
1: Like, <laughs> Jackson has to stand up. He's yawning too much. <laughs> and we also have oh, that's a new development. I put one of my uh, car seats in our living room for extra seating, and we I've hit our toes on it multiple times. It hurts
0: so bad. Yeah. But it's really comfortable. Is it? A little bit. So.
1: So what what kind of ship was this?
0: And destroyer escort. Nice, nice. In 1955, UFO. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to do this. (sighs) What are you doing? Nothing. Oh. Uh, You're still yawning. I know. It's crazy. Let's do this as well. All right, oh, that's the USS Eldridge <laughs> for the post.
1: What? Looking at the GIF I sent earlier. Oh, wow! What a ship. It's definitely not invisible, though. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> so in 19,
0: 1955 UFO researcher Morris K. Jessup, the author of the just published book "The Case for UFO," about. The case, thank you, the case for the UFO about unidentified flying objects and the exotic means of propulsion they might use yeah. received two letters from Carlos Miguel Allende who also identified himself as Carl M. Allen who claimed to have witnessed a secret World War II experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard.
1: So, who's he talking to? Who's he telling us to? Morris
0: K. Jessup. Yeah. And what does what that guy do? I ju- literally just explained you're, you're it. You're talking really fast. Sorry. <laughs>
1: He's, welcome, the author,
0: he's the author of, of a book that was just published in 1955 called The book. Yeah, that was recent. Yeah, called The Case of the UFO. It's about UFOs. Oh. But
1: we're talking about a ship here. I'm not done. Okay.
0: So now uh, he claimed, or Carl, Carlos Miguel Allende, he claimed to have witnessed a secret World War II experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Yep. In this experiment, Allende claimed the destroyer escort USS okay. Eldridge. Allende? It's, a, 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 it's Allen and then D-E at the end. Alend. Alend? Alend. I'm just going to call him Carlos Alind. Or, Alind. or Carl. Uh, he claimed that the destroyer escort USS Eldridge was rendered invisible, teleported to New York, teleported to another dimension where it encountered aliens, and teleported through time, resulting in the deaths of several sailors, some of whom were fused with the ship's hull. Uh. Jessup dismissed Carlos as a crackpot. In early 1957... Wh- crack A crackpot? That's what he said. Quote, crackpot. What is that? I'm gonna look that up. Like he's saying, like he's a cuckoo. So I'm just gonna to be sure. I'm okay, in early '57, uh, he was contacted by the Office of Naval Research in Washington, D.C. <laughs> what?
1: So I'm on Urban Dictionary. Sorry to interrupt. Um, the first uh, word of the day that popped up is boner jams. <laughs> it's music so good it could elicit sexual arousal. Arousal. That's, okay. Sorry, I just had to share. Crackpot. I assume that's... Please, take your time. Oh, Crackpot, a very creepy person. Gosh, that Andy is such a Crackpot. Yeah. Oh, wait, crockpot.
0: So like I said, he was contacted by the Office of Naval Research in D.C., who had received a parcel containing a paperback copy of the case for the UFO and a manila envelope marked, Happy Easter. The book had been extensively annotated in its margins, written with three different shades of pink ink, appearing to detail a correspondence among three individuals, one of whom is given the name Jimmy. You yeah. said uh, pink ink. Yeah. You can really fuse those words together and it's
1: just pink. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: So, the o- <laughs> ONR labeled the other two Mr. A and Mr. B. The entertainers referred to each other as gypsies and discussed two different types of people living in outer space. Their texts contained non-standard use of capitalization and punctuation and detailed a lengthy discussion of the merits of various elements of Jessup's assumptions in the book. There were oblique references to the Philadelphia experiment. Uh, one example is that Mr. B reassures his fellow annotators who have highly highlighted a certain theory which Jessup advanced. Based on the handwriting style and subject matter, Jessup concluded a large part of the writing was Carlos's. Uh, the others have the same conclusion three styles of annotation are from the same person using three pens. According to Carlos, officers of the ONR convinced the Navy to fund a 1958 small printing of 25 to 100 copies of the volume by the Texas-based Varro Manufacturing Company, which later became known as the Varro Edition. Jessup tried to publish more books on the subject of UFOs, but was unsuccessful. Losing his publisher and experiencing a succession of downturns in his personal life led him to take his own life in Florida on April 30, 1959. So fast forward to 1963, Vincent Gaddis uh, published a book of Fortina titled Invisible Horizons, True Mysteries of the Sea. In it, he recounted the story of the experiment from the Varro annotations. Uh, George E. Simpson and Neil R. Berger, Berger, Art Berger? Yeah, Berger published a 1978 novel titled Thin Air. In this book, set in the present day, a naval invest- investigative service officer investigates several threads linking more time invisibility experiments to a conspiracy involving matter transmission technology. Um, matter
1: these transmission. are just like
0: examples of like uh, um, people like to kind of talking similarly about like the initial Philadelphia experiment. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Large-scale popularization of the story came about in 1979 when the author Charles Bertlitz, who had written a best-selling book on the Bermuda Triangle, and his co-author, UFOologist William L. Moore, published The Philadelphia Experiment, Project Invisibility, which purported to be a factual account. The book expanded on stories of bizarre happenings, lost unified field theories by Albert Einstein, and government cover-ups, all based on the Carlos letters to Jessup. Uh, They devoted one of the last chapters in the Philadelphia Experiment, to the force fields of Townsend Brown, namely the experimenter and then U.S. Navy technician Thomas Townsend Brown. Paul LeViolet's 2008 book, Secrets of Anti-Gravity Propulsion, also recounts some mysteries involving Townsend Brown. (coughs) Bless you. Thank you. The story was adapted into a 1984 time travel film called The Philadelphia Experiment, directed by Stuart Raffel. Though only loosely based on the prior accounts of the experiment, it served to dramatize the core elements of the original story. In 1999 or 1990, Alfred Bielek, a self-proclaimed former crew member of the Eldridge and an alleged participant in the experiment, supported the version as it was portrayed in the film. (laughs) He added details of his claims through the internet, some of which were picked up by the mainstream news outlets.
1: 6.1 out of
0: 10 on IMDb. Nice. So these, these, this is kind of like the general synopsis of the experiment. Uh, but a quick note: several different and sometimes contradictory versions of the alleged experiment have circulated over the years. The following synopsis recounts key story points common to most accounts. Uh, the experiment was alleged allegedly based on the aspect of some un oh unified field theory, a term coined by Einstein to describe a class of potential theories. Uh, Such theories would aim to describe, mathematically and physically, the interrelated nature of the forces of electromagnetism and gravity. In other words, uniting their respective fields into a singular field. (coughs) What would that that be called? A unified field.
1: So unifying electromagnetics, magnetics, what, what was that word?
0: Electromagnetism.
1: Electromagnetism with gravity?
0: So according to some accounts, unspecified researchers thought that some version of this field would enable using large electrical generators to bend light around an object via refraction so that the object became completely invisible.
1: So a mirror. It's just mirroring things. Light refraction. Mirroring.
0: Via refraction so the object could become completely visible. invisible. Uh, the Navy regarded this, uh, this as of military value, and it sponsored the experiment. Another unattributed version of the story proposes that researchers were preparing magnetic and gravitational measurements of the seafloor to detect anomalies. Supposedly based on Einstein's attempts to understand gravity, in this version they were also related secret experiments in Nazi Germany to find anti-gravity. Allegedly led by SS Abergruppenführer Hans Kammler. There are no reliable. I think how you say that. Okay, well I did my best. Try it again. Ubergruppenführer Hans Gommler. Oh. <sighs> there are no reliable, attributable accounts. But in most accounts of the supposed experiments, the USS Aldridge was fitted with the required equipment in the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. Testing began in the summer of 1843 and was supposedly successful to a limited extent. One test resulted in Eldridge being rendered nearly invisible, with some witnesses reporting a greenish fog appearing in its place. Crew members complained of severe nausea afterwards. Also reportedly, when the ship reappeared, some sailors were embedded in the metal structures of the ship, including one sailor who ended up on a deck level below than where he began and had his hand embedded in the steel hull of the ship, Ugh. as well as some sailors, some sailors who went, quote, completely bananas. There's also a claim the experiment was altered after that point at the request of the Navy, limiting it to creating a stealth technology that would render uh, the Eldridge simply invisible to radar. None of these allegations have been independently substantiated. The conjecture then claims that the experiment was not properly recalibrated, but that in spite of this, the experiment was repeated on October 28th of the same year. This time the Eldridge not only became invisible, but it disappeared from the area in a flash of blue light and teleported to Norfolk, Virginia, over 200 miles away. What? It is claimed the Eldred sat for some time in view of men aboard the ship SS S- S- Andrew Furuseth, whereupon Eldridge vanished and then reappeared in Philadelphia at the site it had originally occupied. It was also said that the warship went approximately 10 minutes back in time. Many versions of the tale include descriptions of serious side effects for the crew. Some crew members were said to have been physically fused to bulkheads, while other members suffered from mental disorders. Some rematerialized inside out, and still others vanished. what? I don't know. Um, It is also claimed that the ship's crew may have been subjected to brainwashing to maintain the secrecy of the experiment. Now I've got some evidence and research about this bad boy.
1: Lord have mercy, I'm about to
0: bust. Thank you. Uh, The historian Mike Dash notes that many authors who publicized the Philadelphia Experiment story after that of Jessup appeared to have conducted little or no research of their own. Through the late 70s, for example, Carlos was often described as mysterious and difficult to locate, but Gorman determined that his identity only after a few telephone calls. Others speculate that much of the key literature emphasizes dramatic embellishment rather than pertinent research. Berlitz's and Moore's account of the story claim to include factual information such as transcripts of an interview with the scientists involved in the experiment, but their work has also been criticized for plagiarizing key story elements from the novel Thin Air, which was published a year earlier. Thin Air. What are you doing? It's typing something. Oh. Personnel at the Fourth Naval District have suggested that the alleged event was a misunderstanding of routine research during World War II at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. An earlier theory was that the foundation for the ap- apocryphal stories arose from degaussing experiments which have the effect of making a ship undetectable or invisible to magnetic stories or to magnetic mines. Another possible origin of the stories about levitation, teleportation, and effects on human crew might be attributed to the experiments with the generating plant of the destroyer USS Timmerman, whereby a higher-frequency generator produced corona discharges, although none of the crew reported suffering effects from the experiment. Observers have argued that it is inappropriate to grant credence to an unusual story promoted by one individual in the absence of corroborating evidence. Robert Gorman wrote in Fate magazine in 1980 that Carlos, uh, who was said to have corresponded with Jessup, was actually Carl Meredith Allen of New Kensington, Pennsylvania, who had had an established history of psychiatric illness and who may have fabricated the primary history of the experiment as a result of said illness. Uh, Gorman later realized that Allen Allen was a family friend and a creative and imaginative loner, sending bizarre writings and claims. (coughs) Timeline inconsistencies. The USS Eldridge was not commissioned until August 27, 1943, and remained in port in New York until September 1943. The October experiment allegedly took place while the ship was in its first shakedown cruise in the Bahamas, although proponents of the story claim that the ship's logs might have been falsified or else still be classified. The Office of Naval Research stated in 1966, 1996, uh, ONR has never conducted investigations on radar invisibility, either 1943 or at any other time. Pointing out that the ONR was not established until 1946, it denounces the accounts of the Philadelphia Experiment as complete science fiction. A reunion of Navy veterans who had served aboard the Eldridge told a Philadelphia newspaper in a- April 1999 that the ship had never made port in Philadelphia. Further evidence discounting the Philadelphia Experiment timeline Comes from USS Eldridge's complete World War II action report, including remarks, including the remarks section of the 1943 deck log available on microfilm. <sighs> Standing up. Standing up is exhausting. You're like walking in place, too. I know, I know. Uh, researcher, <laughs> I'm gonna try and sit down for a little bit.
1: <laughs> You're like breathing heavily. <laughs> <clears> oh <throat> no, no.
0: looking Alien! Researcher Jacques Vallet describes a procedure on board USS Engstrom, which was docked alongside the Eldritch in 1943. The operation involved the the generation of a powerful electromagnetic field on board the ship in order to deperm or degauss it, with the goal of rendering the ship undetectable or invisible to magnetically fused undersea mines and torpedoes. This system was invented by a Canadian, Charles F. Goodeve, when he held the rank of commander in the Royal Canadian Naval Volunteer Reserve, and the Royal Navy and other navies used it widely during World War II. British ships of the era often included such degaussing systems built into the upper decks. Uh, the conduits are still visible on the deck of the HMS Belfast in London, for example. Uh, degaussing is still used today, however, it has no effect on visible light or radar. Vallée speculates that accounts of USS Engstrom's degaussing might have been garbled and confabulated. That some some interesting words. Spelled degaussing, D E G A U S S I N G.
1: D E G
0: might have been garbled and confabulated in subsequent okay. retellings, and that these accounts may have influenced the story of the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, Valet cites a veteran who served on board the USS Engstrom and who suggests it might have traveled from Philadelphia to Norfolk and back again in a single day at a time when merchant ships could not. By use of the Chesapeake and Delaware Canal and Chesapeake Bay, which at the time was open only to naval vessels, use of that channel, use of that channel was kept quiet. Uh, German submarines had ravaged shipping along the East Coast during Operation Drumbeat, and thus military ships, unable to protect themselves, were secretly moved via canals to avoid the threat. The same veteran claims uh, to be the man that uh, that Carlos witnessed disappearing at a bar. He claims that when the fight broke out friendly barmaids whisked him out of the bar before the police arrived because he was underage for drinking they then covered him covered for him by claiming he had disappeared and um yeah that's it no i could have sworn there was more hold on (laughs)
1: Like it's on that side. Lord have mercy! I'm about to bust. That
0: was the plan I had to give you a lower, <laughs> and you've got one. All right, all right. So that
1: <laughs> I like how you can co- combine
0: sounds. Yeah. <laughs> so that that is all about the Philadelphia Experiment. The main mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, er, this box is really falling apart. Anyways, the main <laughs> thing um, about that was just that um, it's widely believed to be a hoax. Yeah, so, I can see that. But
1: it's kind of hard to believe that a ship teleported from point A to point B, which were two two hundred miles away, and then traveled back in time ten minutes.
0: Mm-hmm, I think so. Well, that those are just like alleged reports because there's not a whole, there's a lot of different recounts. Is there of this. is there a
1: hand still in the hull?
0: I don't know. That'd be weird. That would be weird. I think. Why,
1: why haven't they tried to? I guess you can't really, I don't know, you should have cut into the hull of a ship, but imagine if they found a hand in there. I know, that'd be weird. Yeah. it would be really weird. It's like uh, the Cloverfield Paradox. Never seen it. What? I heard it was bad. It's all right, but yeah. it's, there's some similar stuff that happens in that movie.
0: But the, the main reason I wanted to talk about it is because, you know, there's not a lot of people back in that, but... With, like, a lot of, like, the recent stuff coming out of, mm-hmm. like, pe- the government being, like, oh, yeah, this stuff happened, this stuff happened. It's plausible yeah. that this actually happened. could And happened, it's been yeah. widely covered up. So, I just thought that was a little. Just like most I, I thought it was a quick, interesting thing to cover. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I could. And, yeah. I could see the whole cloaking thing for sure. I don't know about the teleportation. That's a little iffy to me. Is it? Yeah.
0: Hmm. What about you? Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of the government lying. Screw those guys. And while it would be cool and kind of plausible looking at the fact that around this time, well, no, not really around this time, after this, they allegedly um, captured, like, like crashed UAPs and we were doing like research on the technology and everything like oh, are that. Are
1: we UAP guys now?
0: What's the official name? But <laughs> I'll say the more popular version, UFOs. Uh, they captured like crashed UFOs and everything uh, to do like research on it and like technology experiments. Reverse engineer it? Yeah. So it's plausible that this did happen and it was kind of like the beginning of them wanting to research
1: mm-hmm.
0: this technology if possible because they eventually saw it in UFOs. Mm -hmm. So that's one theory. But to be honest, Philadelphia experiment, there's no really congruent answer.
1: Yeah. Imagine if See, this is what I'm waiting for.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm waiting for one thing that we've talked about conspiracy and UFO and alien wise. I'm waiting for one solid answer. One true fact that, you know, we've talked about and we're all just like, oh, I don't really know. But then government oh, releases some, some documents saying, yeah, that actually happened.
0: Which Which one of the... What what one thing would you want the most? Mm. Well, I feel like... I know mine. Alien-wise, no people could... Rec- no it's guaranteed though. Ref- yeah, but
1: if they could, like, confirm Roswell or something like that. Like, oh. yeah, we actually recovered a, a UAP in Roswell, New Mexico, 1947. I would want mine to be the Hollow Earth.
0: Oh, for real? That'd be scary. That'd be crazy, though. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Like, the deepest hole man has ever dug yeah. isn't like nearly. So, you're. So hasn't you're, hit like nearly as far as like. Yeah,
1: 7.5 miles, I think.
0: I think so, which.
1: And the Earth's diameter or the radius, like, to get to the center of the Earth is, like, shoot. I looked it up last time. Um,
0: Hold on. I'm going to look up deepest hole yeah, in the it's world. It's, like, seven miles.
1: 7.5 miles 40,000
0: feet. It's still the deepest artificial point on Earth. That's the Kola Super Deep Borehole. And how many miles is that? Um, well, pff, as you know. I'm an expert <laughs> in um, knowing that. So if I just do a quick little math in my head and convert um, 12,262 miles. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why did you just do that?
1: Because I like to watch the world burn. So what are we at? Um, in y- in well, your, your as habit? we all
0: know... Yeah. Oh, it's seven point eight miles. That was close. That was close. But still, like that's and then how let's see here, hold on. Uh, like how would I like how long is the earth, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> the I well to
1: Earth diameter. Or radius. You can just be like to get to the
0: center of the earth. The diameter of the earth is 7,900 miles. Yeah. So we're nowhere near it. So it's about
1: 3,000 to get to the center of the earth.
0: So I'm just saying, hollow earth could be out there. I hope one day scientists decide to, like, explore some funky shit. You're
1: just saying, like, screw (laughs) that upper mantle, lower mantle core bullshit.
0: Why can't that still be there?
1: What's going to be living in... Molten magma.
0: How do you know it's nothing but molten magma? Well, that's what. What if that? That's what the if hypothesis. the hypothesis? What if the Earth's core is a second sun? Type? Well, that would just go a against second every sun, single no, law of a second sun type structure that is lighting a light bulb. Yes, that is lighting the hollow. Would it be artist
1: like? artificial or would it be natural that's interesting i don't know Mm. in terms of artificial how do you feel like that'd be safer just
0: a big giant light Mm. man-made plus like have you ever seen has anyone ever seen the earth's core no then how the fuck do we know it's there well that's just i feel like um that is a good question no one like because the deepest hole we've dug is 7.8 miles Therefore, you can't sit we here and be know. like, We've dug to the Earth's core. No. So how do we even know there's a core there to this? I think
1: there's some sort of seismatology like experiment that you can hear vibrations that go way deeper than what we've been like what we've seen.
0: But what if like
1: we I'm sure you can hear like the molten rock that's below us in some places. That's probably what that borehole is for.
0: I should have looked up what the borehole's for. I'm yeah. go find out. I what this sounded sh- really smart there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is the
1: borehole for? What is the borehole for? Um, also, the way the Earth was created. It wasn't created around something. It was a bunch of rocks that compiled together. Oh, well, of course, we don't know that. Oh, either. this...
0: All it... It's just... All it was the project did for the Kola super deep borehole was to just drill as deep as possible to Earth's crust. Wow. Major failure. Or there. into the Earth's crust. Super failure. In terms of vertical depth, it is the deepest hole in the world. For two decades, it was also the world's longest borehole until it was surpassed by the Al Shaheen oil well. <laughs> How deep is that? Um, 7.9 miles. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. It says here that the borehole is 7.6 miles, 7.619, or 1-9, and then the Al-Shaheen oil well is 7.636. <laughs> it's only 9 inches in diameter. Wow, that's crazy. How, imagine if you dropped your phone. <laughs> That'd be cool to, like, video I want to see, yeah. Like, someone should film, like, them going down to the very edge of it and just, like your phone oh you
1: just plug your charger in and lower <laughs> it down
0: yeah get a 7.6 mile long charger that'd be interesting someone i wonder hold on now i want to figure out i know that's like a completely different topic compared to the philadelphia uh, experiment no. but i want to see uh cola super deep borehole video let's see sounds that just sounds creepy Borehole video. No, it's not. There's like it's just like oh here's the here let's talk about the borehole for twenty minutes. It's not just like raw footage, so mm. I didn't want to scrub through that. Yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about?
1: Well, uh, see, so you're you're for the flat Earth uh, stuff. Wait, hollow Earth.
0: I'm not. I flat want earther. the flat
1: Earth to be real no you don't imagine if
0: that came into fruition god that'd be crazy Wouldn't although it? even though it's literally been proven you to deal with all those assholes being but it's, like, we told you so but it's literally already been proven yeah. so
1: well how do we know
0: pictures from space
1: Is space real <laughs> i'm questioning everything now
0: i want you to t- i can't tell if you're t- being serious or not If you think that space isn't real, just go... I just don't care to go to space. Just spend like 20 minutes looking at Hubble telescope photos and then tell me if that's real or not. Jackson,
1: you trust NASA? Yes, I do. What is the basis of NASA? Nazis. You trust (laughs) Nazis? You trust Nazis, Jackson? No, I don't.
0: (laughs) Say it again. Say it a little louder. No, under. I don't trust Nazis. Make sure Here's everybody I'm can hear conf- you. I don't trust Nazis. Here's what I'm confused about. The, I thought about this real quick, and then we can wrap it up. People, the people that purport the moon landing being fake, are always like, "Oh, we, we, the last time we were there was in 1970. Why haven't gone back?" That's like, one of my arguments. Because like we went there like 13 times, nothing's changed. Like, what's the point of going back well, to a place I've talked where we've about already the, been?
1: The Hollow Moon theory. I don't remember that one. It's just the same thing as the Hollow Earth theory.
0: No, but like it's just like. Like they're all like, oh, why haven't we gone back? Like, you go to a certain place. Like, if you go to Arby's twenty times, <laughs> you're comparing
1: the moon no, to you know Arby's.
0: What? No, if you go to Arby's twenty times, you're not gonna sit there and be like, all right, I'm like, I'm I'm freaking out. Let's go back to the Arby's as soon as we can. There's like, like they want to go like explore. I think like
1: the moon is a little more interesting. than I know, like
0: Arby's. they're like, I have banana. They're <laughs> like, they're like, they're sitting there. They're like. Oh, like let's let's go back. Like, why why would we go back to the moon? Nothing changed on the moon. Like, there's nothing new on the moon. They went there, they collected samples. Mm -hmm. You can still take photographs of the moon, or projection or whatever the fuck it is. And then like they're like, okay, this is still here. If something changes, they'll probably go back. But I feel like they're much more interested in figuring out if there are Martians and everything. Like, what's Mars like? Have you seen like the videos that they they the rovers have ever taken on Mars? Mm -mm. Dude, it's eerie as shit. Yeah, it's, it's literally a bunch of sand dunes. It's literally like he's like this. This rover is like the only thing on that planet for like years, and yeah. then it just stays there that we know of. That's true. It'd be so cool if just like Holo in one video, Mars. No, 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 Mars like civilization. But it'd be so cool if like, like, like it's like a couple of like weeks or something when like when a new video recording comes back because it takes time. Like it's not like yep. instant. It's just like in the rover you just see in the background just something running. That would be scary. That would, I think, be the greatest scientific discovery in human. I think that would be the greatest discovery in human history. For sure. Just like a legit video from Mars' surface of just someone running. And everybody's, like, the flat earthers are going to be like, oh, it's the Jews or something crazy. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's a hoax. If you've ever watched a video on flat earthers, for some reason they're really obsessed with the Jews and the Zionists and everything. So just, you know... It's really bizarre. Watch out. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Watch out. Oh. Uh, watch out for those flat earthers. So, you want to wrap it
1: up? If you want. Do you want to talk about anything else? I mean, we're just talking random now. It's fun. Yeah. Give me, give me, um, you do a
0: little bit of talking. I got
1: to, I got to respond to my mom real quick. Okay. What's your mom saying? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I had something in mind, but then I forgot it. I wanna talk more about I want to talk about some haunted stuff.
0: Do a haunted thing.
1: Yeah, no, we don't have to do that right now. But if aliens are real I don't know. Ghosts are more of a spiritual thing, like I don't know. Do you think people that aren't Christians do they believe in ghosts?
0: I don't know. Huh.
1: Because I feel like it's like a Christian thing To believe in ghosts I might be wrong I haven't been to church in a while But Yeah, I don't know Let's See what happens when you just let me talk <laughs> I'll keep going <laughs> Uh, Shoot Got my COVID vaccine I'm not dead yet But I go back to get my second dose In a couple of weeks So uh, Jackson might have to continue the podcast Without uh, a co-host because I might be dead, but we'll see. If if I don't die, I get free do- a free donut every day for a year. <laughs> Score. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just glaze or I can get like sprinkle, chocolate sprinkle?
0: Keep going.
1: I'm just thinking about donuts. What are those donuts that look like mudding tires?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, they're like spiky. Okay. I'm going to save the audience uh, um, suffering this any longer. Thank ooh, you all for listening cream, to Night Swim's cream uh, a podcast hosted by chocolate covered a, a, a donut-obsessed donut. idiot and me, uh, who what? think they know everything about mysterious, experiences and strange phenomena. You know what they need to make? Donuts man. lover. Where can they find us?
1: Dude, a cookie dough donut? You can
0: find us Do they have those? on Instagram at oh, nightswims.podcast. Dude. Oh my And gosh. also on Facebook, Night Swim's Podcast. And if you Google us, uh, you we pop up on a bunch of different sites and everything. Have
1: you ever had a cinnamon maple bape bacon And so thank you all. Uh, next it's episode so will be Douglas' Topic, so and then good. we'll have episode 100 bacon, out. Oh, I think like Douglas is going to do
0: something haunted, oh perhaps. My gosh. Uh, we will see you all later. It's so good. Uh, enjoy uh, so your savory. week. And uh, like, Douglas's who, Topic will be next. Thank you, you all, and bye.